Yeah, that, that's good. You would never know that five of them were missing. It sounded like there was five more. Go Chiefs, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that, they wanted red, uh, red uh, Sunday, and I see all you have your red on. And, of course, you know, can't nobody do it like y'all's pastor. I traded my green in for red. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brother DJ is going to leave because he works at the stadium, and so he'll leave. And you know, we have a person that played for the Chiefs years ago, Brother Walter White back there. Stand up, man, so we know. He prayed for them for four years for the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. So I know he'll be rooting for them, all right? All it took sometimes, look, we're going to have fun today. All it took, takes sometimes on a team is somebody, one somebody That's right. to fire a team up, any team, business or whatever. And we got this kid, he's a kid, young man came in and changed the whole look of the Kansas City Chiefs. Because sometimes only one person is the missing link. And if that one person comes in, it brings everything else together and everybody else plays at a higher level. Uh, you understand what I'm talking about? It's the same thing in a family. Sometimes if one somebody in that family pulls themselves together, it, uh, and they're the missing link, then it draws everybody else together. Does that make sense what I'm talking about? And so a lot of you in here, this is the challenge for every individual, in the ch- everybody in the sound of my voice, this is a challenge. Because I take it to you all to save. If you're not, you need to come up at the church and we can get that handled. But see, every one of you all in here have God-given abilities. Once you get saved, you have God-given abilities. Every one of you. And see, and, uh, and you, have, you are special in the eyesight of God. Does everybody understand that? But here, one of my favorite scriptures is, uh, the thief comes only to steal, to kill, and destroy. All right? The thief only comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. And, he, and, the, and he's talking about Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. Now, if he's coming to steal, you can't steal nothing for somebody that ain't got nothing to steal. That's right. That's right. So the, the Bible is telling you, you got something. And Satan's trying to steal it. Do you understand what I'm saying? And there are people who live and die. Are y'all with me? There are people who live and die. All right, because they have allowed Satan to steal the qualities that God has given them. Do you understand what I'm saying? But we don't do that here. I mean, there are great husbands and fathers and mothers and and wives and brothers. I mean, just even in family, there are people. There are people who have great potential to be these things. But Satan comes and steals those things. And he can do it by the media. He can do it by what other people say. But he wants to destroy. Now, let me tell you something. When you try to do good, it seems like something is always going on. And I tell people all the time, if you ain't bothering Satan, he ain't bothering you. That's right. You see what I'm saying? So just, you know, so when you start really trying to pull things together, then there's always going to be something that you're going to have to deal with. That, that's, that's his job is to, to he, now he can't stop you, but he can irritate you. And, and let me tell you sometimes, I'm going to come down here a little bit. Sometimes... People don't like you when you say things because you irritate their spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, they, and, and if you're not careful, you'll back off. But you're not the problem. They're the problem. 
Because, I mean, especially when you have, you got children, sometimes a, a young person, we've all been there, when a parent is trying to tell them the right thing, it bothers them. They have no other clue that it's irritating their spirit, and you're trying to give them some advice so that Satan doesn't kill and steal and destroy what God has qualified them to do. Does that make sense? I tell people all the time when we talk about greatness, I, I hate it when they do it in sports, like who's the best basketball player, Michael Jordan, or so-and-so. Everybody's the best in their time. But here's the thing is, is great. Well, let's use Michael, right? Because uh, everybody knows who Michael Jordan is. There was probably somebody that could play better incarcerated. Well, that's right. Oh, you see what I'm talking about? There was somebody who could have played better but got in a homicide. You see, so we, we, only, we only praise what we see, but our hearts ought to grieve for what we lose because Satan has came and killed and destroyed. But then Jesus says, us that are in Christ, he says, I have come that you may have life and have, have it to the full. Every Christian person ought to be list, looking for a full life. Come on. The, one time I sat in the pulpit and people didn't get, understand what I'm saying. I said, I'm going to die empty. That's right. And what I was mean, ain't going to be nothing left. Ain't going to be, ain't even crying and, and falling all out. Because you can say, Pastor then went on in and he is empty. Because he lived his life. Right. And you can, yes, God didn't put us, this is what he says. He says, give us life and life more full. We want a full life. Too many people uh, are satisfied with what, one-fourth or half or three-fourths. No, he said a full life. A full life of joy, and he wants us healthy spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. That's full. That's right. Uh, uh, does that make sense? And so now, and so sometimes, and I want you to hear what I'm saying. Sometimes, when you have something, it is your responsibility to take care of that something God has given you. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. You see, you see. So this message is: I'm gonna be Andy Reid, right? I mean, you know, he didn't look as good, but, you know, I'm gonna talk, but I'm going to try to be Andy Reid, right? So my job is to put the team together, come on here, and to motivate the team and to encourage the team so that the team can become a winner. That's right. Everybody understands that, you see? And, and so my job as a pastor is to bring the team of Christ Temple North to its fullness, that's what a pastor's supposed to do. Because right. we passed all of the hell and grimstone. We passed all that, and now you're saved. So now it's time to go forward. You know, when, that's why I changed this, my style. Once I got saved, I'm saying, now what? And I was hearing a preacher talking about a salvation preacher. I'm past that now. Help me to understand why I'm here. Help me, to, help me to understand what is my purpose in life. You see? Do you understand what I'm saying? And so here's something. I'm going to let you know this, okay? Some of you have some great things. Let me, excuse me. All of you have some great things and potential and abilities and talents that God has given you. I don't care how old you are in here. And quit this thing is I'm old. Well, what does that mean? You see? I'm like, a, you know, but the wine thing, the older the wine, the better the taste. All right? So here we <laughs> you see, You see, quit. You know, when does it when does society, hear me, look at my mouth, when does society have the right to tell you you too old to do something? Well, Where is that come coming on. from? Come on. Huh? That, that, no, no, no. Some people do that. They listen to that. No, no. I'm just in my prime at 72. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm just in my prime. Yeah, yeah I, ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't hearing all that foolishness, right? But it is my responsibility. Listen to me. How many of y'all believe you're special? Amen. And you, and you, got, some, you, got, you got some good qualities? That's 
right. Right? Well, here's the key. Here we go. Matthew 7 and 6 says, do not give dogs what is sacred. So, so the, it's our responsibility. See, you thought you was going to have a good message, right, and have fun. Uh, it's your responsibility not to give the dogs to what is sacred. God ain't got to come down and protect. No, it is your, and many of us in here did, thank God for grace, right, and repentance. We gave what was sacred to the dogs. Well. All right. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. And it says don't throw your pearls to the pigs. That's, this is scripture talking. The scripture says don't throw your pearls to the pigs. Each one of you in here has got some pearls. It is your responsibility to keep them shining. Yes, it is, and to keep them. But it is, it, you can throw them to the to swines, to the pigs if you want to. God ain't going to stop you. He gives you a choice to either keep them and protect them or throw them to the world. I'm telling you, each one of you in here, oh, we got a lot of young people in here. That's good. All right. Satan wants to destroy you. He wants the very gifts, talents, and abilities that you have, he wants you to throw them to the swines, and they will trample over them. Yes, and a many a person doesn't get it. Look at me. You have to tell the swines, I'm better than that. When the swines try to come after you, the dogs come after you say, I'm better than that. There's a scripture that I like. And I don't know if it's a scripture. It's from the Gospel of Johnny. Come on. Don't let the same dog bite you twice. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Don't let the same dog bite you twice. You see, and all of you, if you was a walker, like some of us walk and stay fit, and somebody had a pit bull out there and it bit you once, you going to walk the same way? <laughs> That's plumb crazy, right? That's right? So we don't let the same dog bite you twice, right? Now I'm going to get serious. That's how people get in abusive relationships. Come on, they get in abusive relationships. I'm sorry. And it keeps, I'm sorry. Then I keep, I'm sorry. No. If you put yourself in a position to get bit, the dog will bite you. The old folks used to say, if you keep playing with a dog long enough, he'll lick you in the face. That's right. My puppies do. I know that's a true thing, right? So are we here? So, so everyone, don't be walking around and talking about you special, and you letting the swines trample on what is sacred to you. And there ought to be some things that are sacred to you. There ought to be some things that are special. Okay, here we go. Again, it says that if you do, they may trample them under their feet. They're going to trample them under their feet. And turn and tear you to pieces. And they'll turn and tear you to pieces. Why would you do that? Why would you allow something so precious as you? As you. As you, as an individual. As a God man, a God woman. God has blessed you with it. You as a person. Why would you do that? Allow yourself to put yourself in a position that be trampled on and torn to pieces because you choose to be there. You see? Okay. Am I doing all right? All right. Now I'll turn to Matthew chapter 5. I'm going to begin with verse 13. Right. And here's what. We done. This is what God wants us to be. Now, see, some of us, see, the best thing, if you're a good athlete and you've played sports uh, and you've really played sports, you have no problem with being special. That's right. I'm the only person that's done sports in this whole place. 
Yeah, you, you want to be special. You see, you only want to be on CNN if you've done something good. <laughs> you don't want to be on if you've done something, something crazy, right? right? So you have no problem with somebody telling you and praising you and telling you your quality and, and that you have. This young man, Mahone, right? Somebody saw in him something that the other people didn't see. Ask me why. He wouldn't have went 10th. If, if, and there's a whole bunch of folks. If I'm an owner, DJ, if I'm an owner, I'm asking one of my scouts, hey, come here, son. We got this dude out here that's throwing all these interceptions and can't even get a first down. And we could have had first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and even ninth. And this guy goes in tenth. Then, I'm gonna do a, then I would do a President Trump. You're fired. <laughs> right. Because there is a potential. I said we're going to have fun. There is a potential that, that people ought to see in you. And when these people see that potential in you, it makes people think about you in a different way. You train people how to treat you. That's right. I'm going to say it again. You train people how to treat you. Okay? And I'm going to tell you how special you are, because some of you don't know that. Come on. The NIV okay. says, you are the salt of the earth. We are the what? Salt of the earth. And, and, and see, and salt was a very valuable. It gave flavor and, and, and it preserved from corruption. The believer in the church must be God's example. We should be the salt in the world must, and must resist moral decay and corruption in this society. Doesn't matter what they're doing. We're salt. We're not going to be corrupted. We're going to be preserved. We're going to preserve our pearls. Come on here. Ain't that right? We're going to preserve our gifts, our talents, and we're not going to let the world morally corrupt us that we lose that, that it gets trampled on. That's right. You see? That's a sin. When God has given you something and you don't do the thing, because he says we are. Everybody's talking about what's going on in this country. Forget about what's going on in this country. What's going on in your country? Do you understand? Here we go. Again, you are the salt of the earth. Who is? You. You're the salt of the earth, right? We're to make it better. You see? We are to make it better Come on. as individuals. All right? But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty? See, again? Satan comes to kill and steal and destroy. Once you lose your saltiness, what does it do? How can it be made salty again? You can't make it salty again because once you lose what God has given you, it's hard to get it back. Not salvation now. I'm talking about gifts, talents, and abilities. All right? The Bible says it is no longer good for anything. And we've all seen it. Somebody that really had it going. Man, she had it going. She had all his gifts and talents and abilities, and she messed around with a swine. Come on. And lost it all. He had it going on, man. He had everything. He had all the potential. He could really do it. And he messed around with a swine and he stowed his pearls because Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. All right? Again, it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. 
And it gets thrown out and gets incarcerated for life. It gets an addiction that it's got to fight for the rest of its life. And those things are hard. The worst thing, let me tell you, the worst thing is I wished I would have. That would have, could have, should have thing is one of, hey, and there's some people in here, young folks, anybody, 40 down is young to me. They'll tell you, you don't want to get into that would have, could have, should have. Because one thing you can't go back and get is called time. You can't go back and get time. You want to get it right and keep it right. All right? As they say, I. All right, here we go. The Bible says you are the light of the world. Who's the light of the world? I am. Who's the light of the world? I am. So why are we complaining about everybody's talking about the United States is in a dark place, not in my space. That's right. United States is in a dark place, say it, but not in my place. Not in my place. Not in my space. Not in my space. That's because we are the light of the world. That's right. We're the ones who are supposed to shine in the midst of darkness. In the midst of chaos and confusion, we are Christians. We're supposed to shine. No matter what condition our condition is in, we shine. All right? We're told that a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Yes. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. When your light is lit, what are you doing? You want it to shine. That's right. You want it to shine. You see, I want to, you see, I'm, I'm into this superstar stuff. I want to be a superstar for Christ. Come on. I want to be a light for Christ. People talk about, ooh, that's, that's arrogant. No, that's called holy boldness. You believe in this? Pastor Fields didn't tell you to be a light, did he? This gospel is telling you to be a light. That's right. So quit complaining. You see a dark room, walk in it. Do it like this. The light's here now. That's right. That's right. Huh? I'm lighting, you know, back in the street days, I said like this. I'm lighting this place up. I'm here now. Y'all can turn all the lights up. I'm bright enough at all the whole gig up in here. You get where I'm coming from. You're having fun, but you're getting a lesson. Quit being. No. We are Christians. And our light should shine. That's right. We're not afraid. You see, in death and in life, we shine. That's what God's commanded us to do. You see? Get your head up. Lighten up the room of darkness. Quit complaining. You understand what I'm talking about. All right? What Pastor's saying is that the Bible puts it this way, that they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. We're going to put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone. I don't care what nobody else is doing. He said, the Bible tells us to put our lives, our lives on a stand and light up the place. Come on. That's right. You see? I'm going to say it over here. The Bible tells us to put our lives on a stand and light up the place. That's your workplace. That's your home. That's in your, all your relationships. They ought to lighten up because you're there. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a new day. It's a new day, and we're walking out of this church being a light, period. Uh, ups and downs, it's okay, because let me tell you how I tell you what I do. I handle my ups and downs the same. Ask me why. They both just temporary. That's right. 
That's just life there. They both temper. Ain't got, some things they got to do with the devil. It's called life. That's right. So I have, when I'm up, I'm the same. When I'm down, I'm the same. Because I'm up, I know pretty soon down's coming. When down's there, I ain't getting too low because I know up's coming. But one thing that happens, say, what's that, Pastor? My light won't go out. It's just as bright when I'm up. It's just as bright when I'm down. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm preserving the, the sacred things that God has given me. And I refuse to let the dogs have it or the swines. All right? Verse 16, it says, In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. See, the way we glorify God is how we live. It's what we live in, not what we're saying and what we're reading and what we're preaching and what we teach. No, how you living. You see, sometimes Isaac will ask the people and he'll say, how you living? Everybody's saying blessed. That ain't good enough. Righteous. No, we living blessed because we all blessed up in this church. Right? Uh, you know, everybody just about in here is blessed. You know, somebody was concerned about somebody in church. One of the guys was concerned about one of the families in the church. They didn't know how much money her husband made. He said, no, that they, they on vacation. They ain't here today. They on, they on vacation, you know, because they got time off. You see, this church here, we let our light shine, right? That's, That's right. an intellect, right? Pastors always taught y'all if you always have six, three to six months of money to be able to make it if you lose your job. That's just common sense. Ask me as a scripture. Solomon has some people like y'all, and I'm going to do like Solomon people say, since y'all ain't hearing me, guess what Solomon told them to do? Go look at the ants. That's right. So he told them, say, go look at the ants. They're working in case, it, in case they need some food, all right? That's right. So my light's going to shine when I'm hungry. Yes. My light's going to shine when I have everything. Yes. Paul says he learned to do that no matter what his situation, circumstance was. And let me tell you something. Ladies, quit allowing other people to tell you who you ain't. Come on. You see, your light will shine no matter what you look like. If it's bright enough for God and it's bright enough for you, why are you going to let somebody else dim it because of what some, somebody says about you? You see? And that's men too. Are y'all good? That's right. Am I doing all right? Yes. Are we capable of men of being good fathers Amen. and husbands? Amen. Taking care of our responsibility? That's right. Why we listen to people in the saying by statistics we're not? I ain't going to go there. All right, keep going. Get me out of there because I'm going to the hood. Go ahead. Get me out of there. (laughs) The message says it this way, just so we get another understanding. It says in verse 13, let me tell you why you are here. Yeah. Now, this is God saying, let me tell you why you're here. Uh You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. We to bring the God flavors of this earth. This earth has a great flavor because of you all sitting in these pews. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah, when, the, when, when, when it's bitter, we come in and sweeten it up. That's right. That's what we do. That's who we are. That's what we're about. All right? If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? So if we lose our way, how will they taste it? People need somebody to see that it works. Yeah. That's right. So when we lose it, it hinders them. Because the only God some people see is going to be the God in you. Do you understand what I'm saying? You've lost your godly, your usefulness, 
And we'll end up in the garbage. And when you use your usefulness, you'll end up where? In the garbage. In the garbage. And that's America. That's America, folks. Yeah, that's right. America is a corporation. And it's ran like a corporation. If you ain't usable and you don't have any credit to give them, they'll throw you in the garbage. That's just America. All right? Here's another way to put it. You are here to be light. You are here to be what? Light. I am here. Speak. Repeat after me. I am here. I am here. To be a light. To be a light. That others might see. That others might see. The God in me. The God in me. That's what we're here for. Say amen to that. Amen. All right. It says bringing out the God colors in the world. We bring out the what colors? God colors. In this church, we have God colors in there. That's right. You see, somebody asks you well, what kind of church you go to. We say, we go to church, got God colors. Right. Ain't no white folks, black folks, uh, brown folks, medium folks, and bright folks, just God colors. We just God colors. That's right. That's what we go to, a God colored church. Come on here. Right? Come on here, all right? God is not a secret to be kept. God is what? Is not a secret. It's not a secret to be kept. People be shy when they go, especially when you're young, you're kind of shy to tell people you go to church, you're a Christian. I am a Christian. I am a Christian. And I will not tolerate that. But you got to live it. Because you train people how to talk to you also. That's right. All right, here we go. We're going public with this. As public as a city on a hill. We're going public with it. I'm a Christian. I'm in high school. I'm a Christian. I'm in college. I'm a Christian. On my job, I'm a Christian. I ain't ashamed of who I am. And I'm going to let my light shine no matter who I am. All right? If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? You see, God said, if I make you a light bearer, you think I'm going to hide you under a bucket? No. no. He just, okay. He's not going to hide you. Somebody needs to in here needs, what you hiding from? What you hiding from? All right. There's some things I don't do, won't do, because of who I am in Christ. That's right. All right. Come on. He says, I'm putting you on a light stand. Who's, he's putting you where? On a light stand. He's putting you where? On a light stand. Where? On a light stand. Then shine. Come on. Shine. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. He wants us to shine. He wants us to shine. Now, uh, today, because this is sports day, there's two teams that are going to shine. They're, really gonna, they're gonna win. Right. You think the winner's gonna go in like this when they get in view? We sorry we beat them. Because yeah. they're very nice guys. Yeah. And they have families and no. they're gonna bust out. That's right. They're gonna bust out. So yeah, we told you we was gonna <laughs> Right, right? You understand what I'm talking about? We ought to be the same way as Christians. That's right. I'm a Christian. And with the stuff I use, I can't lose. I'm a Christian, and you cannot put out my light. Do you understand what I am? You see, there ain't no fight that can put out your light. I'm telling you, in Christ, it's impossible if you're in Christ for anybody to put your light out. Satan can't even do it himself. That's right. Now, you can give it to him. That's right. But we don't do that in here. What That's scripture right. am I on? 16. Thank you. 
But here's the key. By opening up to others, be generous with your lives. Open up to others, be generous. What I, yes. You see, some people need us. Some of you are hurting other people. Ask me why. Because they're in a dark place in their life, and God created you and gave you a light to be there for them. And because you weren't there for them and you allowed your light to go out, then they walk in darkness. And it happens in the families. That's why we have all these family generational curses. That's right. Because grandpa wasn't nothing. Daddy wasn't nothing. Now the rest of them go down. But not in this church, right? That's right. We, we threw the generational curses. That's I don't right. care if my daddy was or my grandpa was. I never seen my grandpa or my father. It don't matter because I, this father here gave me a light to shine. All right. All right, here we go. Again, keep open house. Be generous with your lives. Mm -hmm. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. And you know how that is? You tell people where you came from and what darkness you walked in before you found Christ. Because they, you, you can tell them, you see me lit up now. But there was a time that I was in darkness. There was a time I was where you were at. There was a time I was on the same corner. The same, there was a time when I was dealing with the same substance you're dealing with. But now the light that you see is because I gave my life to Christ. That's what it means by opening up. It's called witnessing and testif testifying. Everybody got a testimony. You didn't come to God saved. Come on. That's right. All right. Now First, some, some of those people preach that. I like, sit down. That's right. You didn't come to God saved. Come on. All of us got saved from something. That's right. And if it's just something, you're in good shape because some of us got saved from some things. That's right. All right. Verse 16 from the voice says, you are like that illuminating light. Illuminating light. This is what he's telling you. And what's illuminating? To enlighten spiritually or intellectually with knowledge or grace. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. You see, somebody in here right now could be on a place where it's darkness in your family, on your job, someplace. God's got you there. That's right. He's got you there. You know why you're there? He wants that place lit up. Come on. That's why he sent you. Amen. Amen. We're going to be here through in a minute. Right. Let your light shine everywhere you go. Where? Everywhere you go. I'm not ashamed of who I am in Christ. I'm a Christian. You know, people go to work and they think they're not a Christian. They'll act like it to fit in. Okay. That you may you, illume creation. Mm. So men and women everywhere may see your good actions. They see your good actions. You see, sometimes, the best way sometimes to get somebody towed is to be kind to them. Because demons can't handle that. That's right. Because what they really try to do is aggravate you. And when they aggravate you and you act like them, they win. When you look at them, say, I love you anyhow. God bless you. I'm sorry you feel that way. Now, that's what you're saying here, right? But you know what I'm saying? Because you're letting your light shine. Oh, yeah says, so that they may see creation at its fullest. So they may see creation at its fullness. May see your devotion to me. And that's what he's talking about. Who are you devoted to? Them? That? It? Or you voted to God? All right? And may turn and praise your Father in heaven because of it. And then they'll say, well, God can do it for Johnny Fields. He can do it for me. Amen. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Y'all can cut me off now. All right. Uh, that's, that's good stuff.